Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Mornings on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have a good day. Unless you're in Boston. It's the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. Mraz and Bogey here as DA continues that dad life. He'll be back a week from today. Coming up in 20 minutes, a trash Tuesday. EJ Stewart with us. Patty Boyle with us. Greg Caserta with us. And we're off and running a big Game 7 last night. Bogues, good morning again to you. Sean, it's great to see you. I like, um, I know people are disappointed, no stream, but I do like our mood lighting in here. It's a little darker. The it TV is. lights are off. It feels a little more relaxing than overwhelming light and heat at 6 in the morning. Yes. Uh, Kaplan, our Wizard of Watch DA, he too is taking time off. And because, you know, Pete, does Pete things. He has nobody filling in for Kaplan on the digital stream. So there you go. So no Kaplan, no Pete, no DA, all taking care of children. <laughs> you and I are left here as the core five members. Right. Uh, on that note, we are here on a Tuesday. I opened the show by saying happy Monday because I, I, I told myself 40 times I wasn't going to do it on a drive-in. Yeah. It feels like a Monday. We have asked our poll question of the day, and it was one that Bogish has come up with. Which day on a four-day or an extended weekend, there I'm sure, go. I'm sorry, would you rather have off the Friday or the Monday? We will give our answers in a little bit, but vote there, Friday or Monday. I, for one, will just tell you, even though I just tease we're going to give our answers, I am more than happy. Today is Tuesday. Even though you don't know it as Tuesday. Yes. Super happy about that. Because you know why? When today's done, three days left in the week. How about that? Hump day comes in a hurry this week. Hump day. All right. Game seven last night. The Boston Celtics entered TD Garden looking for a garden party. But it was the Miami Heat who said, Dream on, dream on, dream on. Jimmy with the rock. 36 seconds to go in the third. Goes baseline. Kicks it out to Martin. Martin sidestep for three. Splash! Everybody's all upset. They think Jimmy stepped on the baseline. Only three people get to decide if he did. We felt like we did all the right things. We had our, you know, season high numbers of uh, of attacks, um, and then to come up short, um, you know, that that could puncture a, a team spirit. Uh, but instead, that just drove us uh, to to more resolve to try to get the job done. That heat radio into Eric Spolstra. So we did a lot at the top of the show. Go back on the Odyssey Rewind on how the Celtics could possibly have that happen in a Game 7. Uh, and, look, Bogus and I both discussed, you know, the emotionally exhausting stuff, the Tatum injury being a big deal. Bogus obviously thinks it's a little bigger deal than me, but Miami Heat deserve a lot of credit here, and specifically Eric Spolstra. Eric Spolstra, I think, last night, no matter what happens in the NBA Finals, 
cemented himself as currently the best coach in the NBA. I think he's a Hall of Famer without question. I think last night justified their trip to the finals in the bubble just a couple years ago. And it is almost amazing, considering how much we have had the Warriors in our face for 10 years, that last night the Miami Heat made their seventh NBA Finals since 2006. And that is the most over that span. The most finals appearances since 2006. My first year at Suffolk Community College, where I still haven't graduated from. I was going to say, 17 years later, they're back and you're still looking to graduate. The most appearances in 17 years. Uh, Spolstra, obviously, at the, at the forefront of that. They become the second eight seed ever. The only eight seed ever to make it in a full season. Right. The Knicks were the team that made it in 90. I always get these years from 99. 99. 99. Strike short in 99. Season. Strike short in 99. I only remember that because the Nets went back to back in the Eastern Conference. Oh, no, they didn't. They had the Sixers in between. Never mind. Damn it. Yeah, and they won the title, right? Damn it. Also, the Pacers in there, too. <laughs> Damn it. You're right. Knicks were in that Eastern Conference Finals in 2000. Damn it. I they forgot about the Pacers. Eastern Conference Finals. For some reason, I always had in my head that the Nets piggybacked the Knicks, but it was just over that five-year span. Yeah. You know, as a local New York kid. Damn, I forgot about the Pacer one, too. Um, so, which I shouldn't because Reggie Miller is still in front of our face. Mm. All right, my bad. I was wrong. Nonetheless, first team eight seed ever to do it in a full season because people kind of really didn't view the Knicks as a real eight seed that year anyway. And I guess the caveat would be the Heat should have been the seven seed if not for the play-in. This Miami Heat team was on the verge of losing to the Chicago Bulls. And be done. And, and be done. They were losing that game late. Already lost to the Hawks. Right. And here they are in the finals. Four undrafted players. Gabe Vincent, Duncan Robinson, Max Struess, and of course Caleb Martin, who might be playing his way into a max contract as an NBA player. That doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. In the NBA, when you're carrying 12 to 15 guys and you're trying to figure out rotations, you just saw the, the Dallas Mavericks avoid playing in a playing tournament, which really angered Pete the body Bilotti, to make sure they had a top 10 protected pick and didn't go to the Knicks. The prevailing thought is you build teams by hitting on your first-round picks. And certainly that's the way the Celtics have built this iteration of themselves when they accumulated those picks, and you get Tatum and Brown. The Miami Heat brought in Jimmy Butler as a free agent who was not a high first-round pick himself and have these role players... Just doing it. And you want to talk about Bam Adebayo? Fine. He didn't have a great series. I think when you could get that much and that many undrafted players to be significant contributors and draw the best out of them, when you could have your team believing as an eight seed and then your team still believe when they blow a 3-0 series lead and your team take out, you know, everybody thought the Bucks could win a title in round one. You could go through that bubble in 2020, which we discount, and I understand why, but at the same time, that was not easy from a, like a mental standpoint to handle. Man, you know, Spolstra, I guess everybody wanted to say he wasn't a good coach because he had LeBron, Wade, and Bosh, and it kind of felt like a tree stump could coach those teams. Also not easy managing those egos. I think we firmly cemented it, man. I think Spolstra is the best coach in the NBA. Steve Kerr couldn't figure out Draymond Green and and the pool situation. Greg Popovich didn't have a Spurs team good enough to let him flex all his coaching muscles. So it's Spolstra, and he's the best in the business. We have all of these numbers, right? All of these way analytics and stats. Whenever we're trying to figure out who's good on offense, who's good on defense, who does this well, computing how impactful a coach is is still kind of a guess more than anything else. Absolutely. But 
a lot of teams would have been left in shambles after game six. The 3-0 lead is gone. They think the game is won. And then two-tenths of a second later, they've lost. they got to go all the way back to Boston to play game seven. A lot of teams basically would have no-showed last night. Yes. And once again, Spolscher did all of the right things. He apparently let them sit in it and like deal with it for a minute. And then immediately turned into, it's a positive, we get to play one more game. It's a Game 7 conference finals. Who wouldn't want to be that? And they show up yesterday, and in every possible way, they were just better than the Celtics. And they could have very equally had the same emotional drain. They didn't. And again, he found ways to coax big games out of people. And we went back to the Spolstra versus Missoula one-sided coaching battle. Because... Joe Missoula had no answers. There was Nothing. no plan B. There was no adjustments. They kept doing the same thing on offense and defense, and the Heat kept pouncing on both ends, and they win going away because they've got the best coach in the business. Look, I, and I'm not trying to get too deep. Uh, you know, it's a game seven of a basketball game here. I'm not trying to get too deep-minded, but I can say this. I know what I am, and I know what I'm not in life. I, I did, I'm an idiot when it comes to I know stuff, but then, you know, I kind of forget stuff. Slash, I'm not interested enough in stuff to care. I mean, geez, I just forgot what states started with A, okay? Now, Actually, you weren't sure if there were states yeah. that started with an A. But now that you said them, of course I knew that. I, You know, I'm slow to the punch on a lot of things. I say this to say the one thing I'm confident I know outside of food is sports. Like, it is just, it's how I learned how to read. My dad's sitting there with box scores. I, it's just always been my obsession, my passion. I don't know what I would be doing if I wasn't doing this. Um, sure, I know bathroom humor and I know food. I know that kind of stuff. But I know sports. Out of all the four major sports that I love and I've grown up watching my whole life, in the NBA, I think, is the one sport where it's easy to tell when a guy's a bad coach. But I think it's the hardest to tell when a guy's a great coach. Because oftentimes, right, what wins, it's usually the great talent. And then where do you weigh how great the coach is with the great talent. And it's so easy to see the talent disparity because, again, you're playing five guys on a court at times compared to the machinations of a whole team in these larger sports, uh, including football. But I think that this series above anything else, in this playoff run above anything else, now that I'm 36 years old, I think I finally am convinced I know what a great head coach is and how to spot a true coaching deficiency. Now, some of you might be pounding your steering wheel going, how how could you not know that told it? It's not that I thought Eric Spolster was a bad coach or not a good coach or not a great coach, but it became so apparently obvious when you look at, especially the talent disparity between what the Celtics had and what the Heat have, what a great coach and what a true coaching mismatch looks like in the NBA. This is not football here. What it looks like in the NBA, I think we know for sure after watching this series. And at least for me, this is not to say that Joe Missoula should be fired. I think just Joe Missoula is a rookie head coach yeah. who wasn't gonna who wasn't ready to be a head coach, presumably in September when he got this job out of nowhere. So like it's it's okay, so to speak, that he couldn't fully match Eric Spolstra. Yes. And we had the guest uh, Brian Geltzar last week talking about how the Celtics didn't do a good job of rebuilding, reshaping their staff around Joe Missoula after having to move away from Ime Udoka. So that didn't help things. But also Joe Missoula, now to his credit, got Boston to a Game 7 in a series where they were down 3-0. They shouldn't have been down 3-0, but he got him to a Game 7. It's okay that he loses head-to-head to Spolstra, but like to me... Everybody's got different theories like, you know, there's four plays a game or, you know, a manager can, 
is counts for like one point whatever runs for baseball teams. But the bottom line is you're good if you get your guys in position to be their best. That's what you need to do. You need to let them flourish, whether that's taking them to dinner, going to top golf, yelling at them, (laughs) changing up schemes, throwing the zone defense out there. You've got to put them in in position to succeed. And that's right now what Spolstra does better than anybody and the organization does. They find people, they mentor them, they groom them as players, and then they put them out there. And they thrive because of the situation created by Spolstra and his staff. No doubt about it. And again, enough can't be said about what that team, you know, mindset was like. Spolstra basically, we're going to go win Game Seven, and that was it. You know, losing the way they lost on Saturday night, it was like no big, no big deal, as Ryan Hickey would say. EJ, I see you nodding along. Uh, EJ, for those of you who might be interested in basketball talk, Nick's podcast talk. What's your podcast? We'll give you a little plug. Orange and Blue Bloods. Orange and Blue Bloods. You're nodding your head. Well, how do you feel about the coaching here? Well, to me, I think Bogus really made a good point at the end there because I think we could talk about the in-game stuff, but I think so much of Spolstra's success also can be attributed to player development. Like how many of these guys, the undrafted guys that got there, weren't as good as they are right now. Like, right. Caleb Martin's been on the team for a while. He's never looked like this. Right. Struz has been on the team for a while. He didn't look like this. Gabe Vincent never looked like this. Like, guys get to Miami, and the development program they have, the way they develop guys and get guys to play at a higher level than you know their pedigree coming out of college, that, to me, has always been his best attribute. And he, was attribu- he attributed uh, a lot of his success as an assistant to developing Dwayne Wade. Like, yeah. so, like, I think to me, like, that goes back to kind of his core as a head coach, that player development side and how he's built a program that allows these undra- undrafted guys to flourish. Yeah, people Patience. were dunking on the Hornets last night for releasing Caleb Martin. That tweet, the official tweet announcing the release, like, from, I don't know, 18 months ago, was floating everywhere last night. It's also possible that Caleb Martin deserved to be cut then. I don't remember, yeah. wasn't following him or Hornets basketball. I remember him in college with his brother. But it's possible that the Hornets didn't to make a mistake then. And that Caleb Morgan got his you-know-what together, got in the right place in Miami, and, and now it. here he is. Right. If he had signed, you know, inserted with the Clippers, he may not have a career. Right. You know, and that's just, that's the difference Spolster makes. It's it's, it's truly incredible. It's, it's, you know, it's no different than me in the producing chair. When you bring in guys like Boyle and in the past, Connor Green and EJ, and I look over and I see, you know, Bilotti's struggling to train these guys. Then it's me who grabs them under my wing. And then that's how you end up with a lot of these undrafted players that have a lot of talent in the industry. You guys want to say thank you while you have the chance to, Sean? So you're saying we are undrafted? Well, or not top five lottery picks. What would a top five lottery oh, pick look like, Jack Stern? No, that is, that's a bust. That is, that is, that's, you know, late first. I don't know. I don't think we get many lottery picks around these parts, to be honest with you. What does that mean? Wow. Just saying. Don't scratch. Just, just keep being yeah. meaner. But look, oh, so you consider yourself a lottery pick in the radio industry. I'm not saying I'm a lottery pick. When I'm saying I'm an undrafted loser that if not for Sean Marash, I would never have any career to, to look forward to. Come on, man. Of course I don't think that, Boyle. But, geez, I don't know you're going to rub you the wrong way that badly, huh? Yeah, I'm rubbed. <laughs> undrafted is, is, a, is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> now even EJ's offended. <laughs> You could have said second round pick. I'm like, all right, I can take that. I've lost the locker room. EJ sees himself like between 30 and 40 on the draft board. Yeah. Guys, you took him out of the draft altogether. Make no mistake. I was just trying to pat myself on the back. I don't think you're on draft. <laughs> but Boyle's really mad. Look, Boyle won't even I look mean, at me. I mean, he should be. Was insult- I'm insulted for him. Can you remind me how many guests we have today? 
That's not his fault. The guest canceled on me at 9.45 last night. And he and still offered, has more guests per show than you do. So. And he offered to, to book one at 10.25. Yes, you were an old hustle team, Boyle. But come on, I have to bury the lead. I can't tell all the truths. Otherwise, what would I be? A nice person. Is that right? Yeah. Is that right? Speaking of uh, bad things, Trash Tuesday's coming up next. If you'd you, like to take thanks. up the trash. By the way, a couple tweets coming in that aren't Trash Tuesday related, uh, if you will. Kid in Tuscaloosa, good morning, Sean and Andrew. How can you tell when Mr. Hickey is drunk or not? He always slurs and runs his words together. Is that true when he does a show? Do you know that, Boyle? I, I feel like Hickey just will combine three words into one very often. And what he, what he's, what I know him to be most famous for is giving out the CBS Sports Radio phone number and the way he does it. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4227. I think he's got a minor lisp, too. So that's probably what... How about would you two consider Hickey undrafted? Boy, that pause. No. <laughs> you heard that pause? No, I don't know. I, feel, I, don't I, feel, know. I, feel, I feel like I arrived here in Hickey. I don't know. I, don't, I think of him as like <laughs> first round. No, I, I, I think of like a first round pick. Like he was one of the people who were like telling me what to do. And like. He didn't say that right away though, EJ. You paused. Yeah, I think the pause was they're both nice people and they didn't want to walk into your trap of being mean to Hickey. Oh. I also don't know what Hickey did at Penn State. Was he like the leader of the, the Penn State student radio? <laughs> Quote, that's the headline. I don't know what Hickey did at Penn State. <laughs> Just take that out of context. He didn't play football. Tubular meat tweets in, my, I, my Irish win the men's lacrosse championship. How about that? Go Irish. There you yeah, go, baby. Boyle. Boy, Boyle's one of those guys who's Irish, so he roots for Notre Dame, even though he didn't go there. That's like a big thing. I, I tried to go there. And they, they said no thanks? Yep. Ah, that was Stony Brook for me and Duke. And Duke. Dixieland Dan tweets, and I'm surprised your most feared injury isn't the same as mine. A broken, dislocated jaw. I'm terrified to have my mouth wired shut. Well, for for work purposes, that wouldn't be good for me. But if I didn't work in a talking job, I'd still rather have that than the Achilles. That'd be a good diet, right? I was going to say that. You'd probably lose weight. Imagine Mark Pavaro played with a broken jaw. Like Matt, uh, You're like, right. Like I feel like you can do things with a broken jaw. It sucks. but Six weeks, your jaw's wired shut. What's the first thing you're eating? Ice cream. Wow. Boyle? I don't know. But if you, you want to lose weight, you want me to come in there and knock your jaw loose? <laughs> <laughs> Still mad about the first round pick. Boyle. Undrafted. Boyle. Yeah. Boyle's not going to play along today. No. Oh. He's got a new segment for Bob's Bar. Boyle breaks Sean. Pokes, what's the first thing you're eating? Uh, probably pizza, actually. Mm. That's not a bad Maybe thought. Maybe a cheeseburger. That's not a bad thought. Uh, and Keith tweets in, I don't sit with my legs stretched out over a gap for fear of my knee getting broken backwards. Completely <laughs> irrational, but it's my biggest fear. So there you have it. That's very specific. <laughs> at Mraz, CBS, at Andrew Bogus, 855-212-4227. All right, when we come back, it's time to take out the trash for the Trash Tuesday. It's the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or 
I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. So what's eating you? People that get in the left lane and drive the speed limit. I got to trash the NFL, man. Trash my ex-girlfriend. You want me to trash that? Trash Tuesday, my favorite day of the week, not for nothing. Time to vent. We take it out like the trash. It's Trash Tuesday. All right, time to take out that trash. Let's start with the very angry Pat Boyle today. Yeah, uh, I'm trashing, I, I guess, just rude people in general, especially people that you knew and were friends with, family friends with growing up. So yesterday, get done with the show here with Chris Miller, drive home, family day, Memorial Day. My father's doing uh, grocery shopping, so I go with my mother to CVS, pick up some stuff, and I see this woman that my mom is friends with, I was friends with her daughter. We grew up. We uh, we did swimming together, high school swimming. We were friends, you know, pretty good family. Not family friends, but I was friends with her. I knew her mother many, many years growing up. So my mom says hi to her. She says hi and then, like, says hi to my mom and then transitions into, oh, I can't find the bug spray. I've been looking for, for 15 minutes. <laughs> and she glances over to me, and I go, I went to go, hi, miss. And she literally just looks at me right back down. Total stiff job. Totally stiffs me, not a, not even a hey, not a wave, nothing, as if I didn't even exist. I, are you like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me, Mary? All these years that I knew you, that I've known your daughter, that we've been friends, and you're going to, and let me preface this by saying that this has nothing to do with any kind of, you know, what I'm doing here with the radio, no kind of celebrity status at all. I'm not expecting like a royal, oh, hey, Pat, you're doing a great job with the radio, whatever, anything like that. It's the fact that I've known you for most of my entire life. I'm friends with your daughter for 20 years, and you see me. And there's one thing, too. If you don't want to have a whole blown conversation with somebody, you don't right. want to get into the you know the the small talk that nobody really wants. But there's a way to do that. Hey, how you doing? How you been? Great. How are you? Awesome. Good. See you. Great to see you. Did your Five. mom acknowledge that she blew you off? Yeah, she was like, "You want me to text her?" And I was like, "No, stop. That this lady does not mean she has. She does not right. have any amount of real estate in my head. But just the total crassness, she like she does, the blatant <laughs> rudeness for you to do that." Um, All right, say trash. hi to somebody. Come on, Mary. Trash him. That's just offensive. Uh, folks, I'm, I'm going to let you. I just needed to ask this question. Mm. 
Was there a stiff job done to her daughter over yeah. the last 20 years that could have led to this? What kind of stiff job are we talking about? Well, either one. Good I mean, or bad. I left that very open-ended there. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, there was no, there was neither no stiff jobs at all. And I've and her daughter, I think, lives in Europe now with her husband. But no, there was nothing ever, ever to be done. I think now he follows her on Instagram. Page. He knows damn well. There's nothing that was ever done for her to be angry with me at all, and that's why I was so blown away by it. Wow, oil to boil. All right. Did, I mean, you didn't change. Like, you look the same, right? She could have. No, and I, she, my mom was like, oh, maybe she didn't recognize you. I'm like, what do you mean? I, look, I don't have any face hair. I looked the same as I did 10 years ago. Uh, boy, well, it shows you the aging process. <laughs> could she have wanted you to date her daughter? And because you didn't, mm. she wouldn't talk oh, to no. you? And, no way at all. I was thinking. No way now at all. She's what mother wants her husband in Europe? No way at all. It was just, she was, she was so angry. By the way, you're looking for bug spray in CVS for 15 minutes. Ask somebody. (laughs) Ask somebody. Hey, I kept looking for bug spray, wasting a quarter of an hour of my life. Maybe can somebody help me out aisle six? Thank you. Nope. Instead, you're going to let, you can't, your incompetence of finding bug spray in CVS then turn into you blowing me off when I go to, I, I didn't even get the chance to say hi. I did a wave, glanced at me for half a second, glanced right back down. Screw oh. you. Wow. Well, she's not occupying any real estate, so that's good. Can't wait to see what EJ has here. EJ? <laughs> Tough follow there, but uh, I, am, I am trashing uh, at Big Dog 44K. So I am trashing him because I did a show overnight on WFAN. I hate to bring the fan baggage to this show. But no, it's, it's okay. I, did, I mean, I'm going to bring up how I'm nominated for Pulse of the People soon. There you so. go. So <laughs> I did a show, showing fine, whatever, leaving the station early 6 a.m., all of a sudden, flooded with notifications. And I'm like, there's no way it's just about this show. Something must have happened. And the great Keith McPherson, who does shows over there, who's been on paternity leave, got a tweet from somebody, this guy being Big Dog 44K, who said, at Keith McPherson, going on and on about how wonderful Lindor has been as a Met, easily the most tone-deaf host on WFN. Thanks, Keith. He took out the Rockies. That was me on the air. It was not Keith McPherson. So Keith McPherson's response says, go ahead and delete this tweet. I'm on paternity leave. All black people don't sound the same. Talk about tone deaf. That was my guy EJ on last night. I guarantee he said his name in and out of breaks. Check your ears and brain. I talk about the Yankees. Thanks. Everybody here knows Keith McPherson. Everybody knows what his whole deal is. He is a Yankee fan. The uh, idea that someone could have listened to my show <laughs> where I'm a Mets fan and I talked about Lindor and the Mets for four hours and thought, that guy, that's got to be Keith McPherson. You, you need your head examined. Are you kidding me? And I'm going to defend you here as a local person. Too. You and Keith sound nothing alike. Right. Nothing yeah. alike. We do not sound yeah. alike at all. And I'm not bringing race into this. You literally don't sound no. alike. You, you have, that's it. Now, also, Keith almost proudly, and I would even argue to a fault, Brags about only talking Yankees and almost completely ignores the <laughs> yeah, Mets. Like, was... like, actually doesn't act like the two teams are down. Where the, EJ, you do. And the thing, it was a positive take on the Mets. Like, yeah. imagine, like, okay, maybe you think, okay, he's talking about the Mets, but like, it's something bad that happened. I'm saying, hey, Lindor's underrated. He's underappreciated. Yeah. And you listen to that and thought this is guy be Heath McPherson, this guy I always listen to, who I think is trash. How does that make any sense? Now, the listeners are off enough. Makes you feel any better, EJ. This happens to white people, too, because <laughs> when I made my sweeping video uh, and everybody said I jinxed the Rangers, Tommy Lugauer, who produces over there, is very skinny, white like me, but don't, looks nothing like me, doesn't sound like me. He's still getting tweets of people killing him thinking he is me. Oh, oh poor crazy. Tommy. Yeah.
Yeah. He's like, how many times do I need to get these tweets? This is not, people still hate that. Or about Tom, Tom Izzo, who works here, who still gets tweets from Michigan State fans or fans Tom of other a... colleges who thinks that it's Tom Izzo, the head coach. It's That's one of my favorite bits, by the way. Yeah. When and DA is going to get tweets today, by the way. Mm. People hating him, thinking I'm him. Sure. <laughs> but you're right, though. Every time Michigan State rolls around, the Tom Izzo. Yeah, that he's like, oh, I'm proud of my guys. We battled. Yeah. <laughs> Great. People are crazy. All right, Caserta, what do you got? Two tough acts to follow. Um, I had to think about this one. I was going to go actually with both of you for not including me on the show tweet today. Mraz, you it's did fair. it last night. Bogish did it this morning. <laughs> Listen, you guys aren't occupying any real estate in my head. So I'm going to tweet this generation of Italian-American men on Instagram who go to restaurants and cook at home, and they make us sound like utter buffoons. I don't know if it was Jersey Shore or The Sopranos, but there's this crop of guys that it's like, oh, we got the Memorial Day spread the way my mother used to make it. You got the sausage and peppers. You got the Italian combo with the supersad, the gabagool. Oh, look at the size of the semolina roll. It's bigger than your sister's ass. (laughs) If If you listen to the Italian language, it's beautiful. It is a beautiful language. When I talk to my mom about when she would cook with my grandmother back in the day, we bond over food. These people make us sound like idiots. And I cannot stand it. And yet these guys have followers and they're popular and sometimes they're sponsored and it makes me sick. The disgraziato over here. How about that? I'm, I hate, I can't stand these guys. They really annoy me. All right, trash. Totally gross, dude. Look, Caserta, anytime you drop at your sister's ass, you're always going to get <laughs> big brownie points for me. But he's right. He is right. Bogish? I'm trashing. This is for all the parents out there who have kids who play uh, outdoor sports right now which are almost exclusively played on turf. And these damn little rubber pellets that <laughs> pop up out of the turf that end up in cleats, sneakers, pockets of baseball pants, they're everywhere. I spent at least a half an hour yesterday on my hands and knees sweeping, <laughs> shot backing these things out of my uh, garage where my son and daughter take off their soccer cleats, baseball cleats, they are like little presents from the devil. They're <laughs> everywhere. We can't get rid of them. They're in the house, out of the house, in the car, everywhere. They suck. Get them out. <laughs> All right, trash them. We're eroding. I always thought this playing flag football on turf when I'd come home. Same deal. Cleats and everything, folks. How, like, how often do they have to replace these rubber pellets? Because everybody must come home with a ton every game. Also, how are we not discussing this after every NFL game? Or anything like right. these players never complain about that. No one's ever like. Going, well, you do see it like whenever they slide, like yeah. the pellets on them. But I, you ever see a guy on the sideline taking his cleat off and banging on the ground and get some of the pellets out? Well, they have trainers doing that. Or Still, whatever. never Equipment seen managers. It. Interesting. All right, uh, I'm gonna trash, and I'm a week away. I gotta be honest. From trashing the company I ordered this from, the pizza oven I got for Christmas from my wife. Okay. It hasn't hasn't arrived no, yet? No, no, It arrived. Oh, okay. All right. It arrived. And we were super excited all winter long about having like pizza nights as a family and making pizzas yeah. and all of it. And now look, can it be a little bit of a pain in the butt by the time you buy the sauce, the dough, when you need it out and you're probably better off with, you know, ordering a pizza? Sure. But it's about the experience. It's something cool to have in the yard. So we used it once a couple weeks ago for the first time. We put it together. Spring started. We put it together. 
It's a wood-fired pizza oven. Okay. So you kind of like light the fire underneath there. I thought it was because I used a newspaper to light it. It tasted horrible. Oh. It tasted like the smokiest, grossest pizza ever. Okay. So I watched a few YouTube videos on this, and I had to buy like this scent, scentless tumbleweed thing at Lowe's. Okay. Okay. And with like a fire starter stick and then just like one log of wood and that would light it up. So I did this on Sunday night. We were going to do a pizza night. I made some wings. We we're going to do pizza. So I go to light it up and you leave it and you let it warm up and it comes with this pizza stone thing. The entire thing goes on fire. <laughs> Once I put the pizza in, it was almost like cheese dripped down, like flames coming out of the front of it, up the top of it. I had to get the hose. Holy cow. And spray this thing up. I thought my house was going to go up. So I spray it up. I give it a little bit. We. She ends up having another pizza on a pizza stone. I put it on my grill. All right? Yeah. So now I'm, I'm waiting for this thing to cool down. I end up cleaning it up. Anyway, the pizza with the dough and everything on this pizza stone comes out great on my grill. Turns yeah. out all I needed was the stone mm-hmm. to sit over the propane thing on my grill. I'm like, wow, this is great. We can yeah. really make pizzas, but I don't need the whole freaking pizza oven. So by the time I clean it out, I'm gonna, I, I go, I'm going to try one more thing here. And I basically like lessen the wood a little less. <laughs> Flame shooting right up. The pizza is gray. Gray. Oh. Like the whole pizza, like the, it, it was less of a fire, but the pizza's gray. It was like he was eating carcinogen pizza. So yesterday my wife contacted the company. And she bought it in November. And they said, sorry, there's a 30-day return policy. Of course. Uh-huh. And her argument back was, this is a seasonal item that you use outside. We're not using it now until the spring or summer. It was a holiday item. And the person said, my hands are tied unless your house literally went on fire, is what this person <laughs> said. <laughs> so now she has a call today with management. If they do Whoa. not refund us, our thought is, refund us. We'll buy another item, some sure. kind of flat top or something. And I, now we know we could cook the pizza on the grill. Right. We, like, if we really want to do it, it came out great on the pizza stone. Like, actually, really, really good. Sorry. It's like a $250 item. It already went on fire the second time I used it. Yeah, it's not good. Get it out. Yeah. Trash. That will contribute to the microplastics in the bottom of the ocean. And you probably didn't think it to do it because of the danger. But had you, like, filmed the flames yeah. and been like. No, it was nuts. And she showed to that the to them away. and be like, this is what just happened around my kids. Yeah. Now, by the way, long story longer, I'm, you're a smoker guy, a smoker. I'm probably just better off with propane and having gas hookups in general. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you the brand name off the air because I've done a lot of research because this, this is a trendy thing to have now. I actually don't know. My wife okay. knows Okay. This is a, tr- a trendy thing to have. Yeah. You can get, you can attach it to the propane tank. You can get like the wood pellets, like the, the fancy smoker grills. And yeah. I've more than once almost bought it for myself and almost got it for a Father's Day present. But... I've done, the, I have a pizza stone yeah. on the grill and it works fine. That always ends up being the tie break. It's like, okay, it's another thing in the yard that I got to put yeah. somewhere and I can already basically do, do it. Like, unless you're going to build like a real, yeah. actual brick oven pizza where yeah. you can make a lot of things in it. The little that's tiny it. desktop for, ones are not worth for, it. For yeah. one, yeah, I mean, it's a stand-up thing, but it is only one pizza at a time. Right. So I, I'm I'm more than happy knowing I can now make it on the grill because of the, yeah. the, the, the stone. Like the it pizza came out stone's awesome. a great thing. Yeah, and like this is a stone that came in, so I'm actually excited now to make pizzas more so than ever, but the idea is I could just make them on my grill. It also makes the best reheated pizza, too. The pizza yeah. stone, put it in the oven, get it hot, throw the frozen slice on there, and it comes out as close to real as you're going to get. It. I love it. Uh, a couple trashes coming in. Dixieland Dan, I'm trashing commercials. Cap absolutely deserves his days off. Never mind. I can't even read that. <laughs> I can't, like, Dixieland Dan, don't trash commercials, bro. There is no DA show without commercials. Me, Bogues, DA, uh, Caserta, Boyle, 
EJ, even Pete, even though he'll complain. <laughs> do you know how we get paid? Those commercials you listen to on the audio. My goodness. Wait, wait, I'll be Pete. I get paid? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ostrich eyes. Trash Tuesday. I'm trashing no stream. How? Come on, guys. I should re- re- preview this. How am I supposed to listen and not watch? I don't know. Use your ears. First of all, how most of our audience, I hate to break it to you. I know. Most of our audience is like, why do you guys keep talking about the stream? All I do is listen. We're a radio show. We are so happy to have the stream as a companion. Cap does a great job. Guys, it's a radio show. And remember, you can listen to it free on the Odyssey app. And we appreciate you wanting to see us. A hundred percent. It's not a knock on watching us. But you'll be okay. We're not a TV show that suddenly you're like, how can I watch it? It It is is a radio show. Yeah, but it is partially Kaplan's fault because he's so good. He's made it so watchable. Yeah. No, I agree. And I'm and I'm it's a weird fun like I'm not knocking the stream. I'm happy with it. But I almost like I mean, come on. You're and, trashing commercials? Right. Gotta, I mean And in their defense, to not dismiss Cap anyway, there's gotta be somebody that can be like sixty percent a cap. Oh, there is. It's EJ. Oh. Mm-hmm. Hey EJ. But Notice whose job EJ's in today. Oh, no. Right. Who, BJ, who are you filling in for today? Pete Bellotti. Why do you? And who it? handles filling oh, in? Geez. Who handles putting in the schedule on who could possibly fill in for Cap or Pete the body? It is Pete Bellotti. Love oh. you, Pete, by the way. You think conflict of interest there? So this is Pete's fault. Pete decided to not have us on the stream to make sure his job was in the best hands possible. Mm-hmm. So direct... Those particular trashes to Pete, not to us, is what you're right. saying? Because we could survive without a stream, but if there was somebody who was really incapable, incapable on the board today, right. Pete would be fielding texts on his days off, and he doesn't want to do that. Yeah, hashtag girl dad when you tweet Pete yeah. about yeah. Oh my no God. stream. Oh, boy. Okay. I'm surprised in the interest of economics that I wasn't doing both today and EJ was running the stream. Well, that's the other part. Pete does not want to do that because then Pete will be fearful in his mind of this eventually being eliminated to one job. Didn't he well, just have a baby? Yeah. There's no, also, but this is Pete's mindset. Also, too, if, if, Boyle, you do both jobs, then they'll stop replacing Sean and Pete will have to do both jobs Yes, when Sean and I host. So it'll, yes. it'll just leave Pete in there by himself and he doesn't want that to happen that's, either. That's probably more so that this is all a long game for Pete. That right. Basically this, why you don't have a stream is more about Pete and the best interest of Pete than the best interest of the audience. Yeah, Pete Pete's first. Like, Pete's like Littlefinger from Goal Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> and how did Littlefinger end up? That 855-212-4227. All right, Caserta, <laughs> get us an update. Boys, we're sponsored by HelloFresh. Shake up dinner time with HelloFresh. With 40 weekly recipe options, there's always something new to try. Get 16 free meals plus free shipping with code SKATE16 at HelloFresh.com slash SKATE16. HelloFresh, I've been a subscriber. It's easy to use and fun. Romantic dinner for two? Maybe the kids have baseball practice. Or you have a PTA meeting. Maybe you're at the office late. Or there's a school science project due. Or the kids are home from summer camp. Maybe you just want to treat the family to a nice home-cooked meal. Whatever you're fancy, tickle it. That's HelloFresh. Use the code SKATE16. You're lying. That's not the read. Are you serious? Yeah, it was in the copy. That's remarkable. Did somebody alter the copy to screw with you? I think so. Somebody did. There's never been copy that long in the history of this network. That's a full story. That's like a live read. Yeah. HelloFresh. Skate 16. I've, I've got to the bottom of Skate 16, by the way. It's a hockey reference, even though the, none of the liners have any hockey mm. reference in them, but that's a hockey playoff code. 
Hmm. Skates 16, 16 wins get you the the Stanley Ah, Cup. Ah, very good. The NBA Finals are set. The Celtics got blown out at home by the Heat. 103-84 the final as Miami avoids the dubious distinction of becoming the first team to lose a series when ahead 3-0. They got it done on the road and now get a few days off before the final start in Denver on Thursday night. Eric Spolstra said after Game 6 that he didn't know how, but that his team would find a way to beat the Celtics. There's great respect uh, for them uh, as competitors, and they, they are first class. You look across... Uh, the way, um, just in terms of their ownership group and Brad and Joe and his coaching staff, they're good people uh, and um, they're a class organization. Tyler Hero is expected back in the finals for the Heat after missing most of these playoffs with a fractured right hand. Game three would be the tentative debut. That would be Miami's first home game. For the Celtics last night, 14 points and 11 rebounds over 42 minutes for a hobble. Jason Tatum, he sprained his ankle in the opening minute. Derek White with 18. Jalen Brown led the way with 19. Mentioned last hour, Brown missed 15 of his 23 shots, was just one for nine from three, and now he becomes an unrestricted free agent. You know, these guys have been a resilient group, so it was just an honor um, to play and share the floor with, you know, our guys and our coaching staff. And, And it's pain that we are here coming up short. The Celtics will now be able to offer him a five-year, $295 million Supermax contract, which is over $100 million more than what they could have offered him had he not been named second-team All-NBA this season. In other news, the Sixers have their man now that Doc Rivers is no longer there to blow Game 7s. Former Raptors head coach Nick Nurse has agreed to become the next head coach after reportedly deciding that Philadelphia was the better fit over Phoenix. Nurse and the Raptors parted ways in April after five seasons, a 582 winning percentage, the 2019 NBA championship, and the 2020 Coach of the Year award. Finally, hockey, no drama in the Western Conference Finals as the Stars bit to come back from 3-0 down, was dashed by the Golden Knights with a 6-0 laugher in Game 6. William Carlson had two goals and an assist. Aiden Hill only faced 23 shots to record the shutout. We finally get the Stanley Cup final on Saturday night. It's the Panthers and Golden Knights dropping the puck in Las Vegas. And how about this? Game six of a potential Stanley Cup. You could have a Stanley Cup hoisted. Friday night, June 16th. Whoa. The night following the Bob's Bar show, the Stanley Cup could be won. But Bob's Bar closed that night on that Friday. Can't watch it there. I guess we'll have to see. Caserta's hotel room, maybe. Could there be golden Stanley Cup slash Yankees Red Sox tickets handed out that day? Whoa. Could there be? Maybe not. We're giving out free tickets to events? No, no, no. That was the Joe Klisher who had the golden ticket to stay for the Ranger game. Oh, right, 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 right. That reminds me. I have to get off of work that day because I'm scheduled to be here. Yeah, get off. Yeah. Uh, And also, I will tell you that a lot of buzz yesterday around the West Babylon local Memorial Day parade about this show. (laughs) Is that true? (laughs) Uh, So much so that a local restaurant owner might be coming with food. How about that? Um, I'm starting to think. What kind of food? Uh, It's like a local, like, steakhouse seafood place. He wanted to know if he could come. Uh, you know, I almost like almost feels like there's gonna be like a flea market of tables at this point. Set up around. <laughs> Is that the place that Schwartz tried to get free food from? No, no. Schwartz actually would never step foot in this place because the minimum plate is about thirty bucks. So. 855-212-4227. And I had a I had a drink this weekend of a place that I believe is unofficially sponsoring the event. And it's delicious. I'm ex- extra excited that they're going to be there handing out samples, apparently. Is it a state that starts with an A? It is. <laughs> All right. There's your hint. 855-212-4227. When we come back, did baseball drop the ball on Memorial Day? It's the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio.
the DA on CBS Sports Radio. That or sound- Steven Tyler. I was just say that sounded better in playback than it did in real talk. I mean, it didn't sound good at all. Did it sound less offensive second time around? Maybe. It's Mraz and Bogues here on the DA show on CBS Sports Radio. You know, in the midst of Game 7 yesterday, obviously Memorial Day, the holiday, you know, extra day off of work, which, by the way, is our poll question. Would you rather have the Monday or Friday if it's going to be an extended weekend off? You know, when I was a kid, Bogues, I had a lot more time on my hands, clearly. I loved Memorial Day and Fourth of July specifically, forget Labor Day for a second, baseball. And I knew before my dad would ever dare pay for MLB extra innings, before the days of digital streaming, ESPN specifically would run games at 1 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 7 o'clock, 10 o'clock, on top of if you got your local Yankee or Met game on here or wherever your local market was, insert your local team. And you had a full day of baseball, and it was celebrated as, you know, a big marking day in the baseball season. You really checked in, we're getting the playoffs winding down, and you kind of knew where you were, and it was like a celebration of baseball. No different than the NBA on Christmas Day or the NFL on Thanksgiving. Obviously, those are different sports that aren't played every single day. So Major League Baseball playing every single day makes it feel less important. But it was like a marketed day. And at some point over the last couple of years, we've kind of accepted that not every team plays Memorial Day. And even the big TV partners stopped caring. I mean, what could ESPN FS1 or TBS really been airing all day yesterday? Yes, more people than ever, especially thanks to being a T-Mobile subscriber of MLB TV, so you get every game anyway. But, man, talk about baseball just not embracing a, a summer holiday like that. And I, I looked around last night because I have a very strong memory of when baseball announced the change in schedule structure that they said we're also going to play. Everybody's going to play on these three holidays. And then yesterday, not everybody played. So yeah. either I'm making it up or they lied to us or it's not starting yet. Oh. But I thought they realized this was a mistake and they were going to fix it, but they didn't fix it yesterday. Yeah, flip it around. You know, I don't want to go to my MLB TV there. I just want to get you give me the best games on all day. I guess MLB Network had them, but come on, baseball. This is where you fall short constantly. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.